0: The Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop and Jonesboro and CrumbleCookies.com.
1: All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry.
2: Good morning, Brandon Baxter.
1: Here we are. Today is Tuesday. It is June the 13th of 2023. We're glad you guys are up with us this morning. Coming up on the show this morning. My son is afraid he might have rabies. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Hmm. And it's nonstop. Because when your kid thinks maybe he has rabies, it kind of causes some concern in the house. Yeah. There's been an incident with the stray cat that's in the neighborhood.
2: The one y'all have been feeding for several weeks? Listen. What? We don't have
1: to get into details like oh, that this morning. But, okay. But there's been an incident that we'll get into this morning. Uh, plus, Kelly has revealed that she has suffered a wardrobe malfunction Yeah, in public, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of embarrassing, huh?
2: Yes, very.
1: And everybody noticed, huh?
2: Um, <laughs> You can say that.
1: Yep, the breeze was in effect. Hey, there's also news, and I don't know why this one hit me so crazy, but Pat Sajak is... Saying he's stepping away, walking away from Wheel of Fortune. And like when you think about that, that sucker's been on there most of our lives. I know. So we'll talk about that. Plus, um, one reason you should never pants your friends.
2: Oh, Well, there's probably
1: multiple reasons you shouldn't pants your friends. But I also have this relatable with this. It's kind of... It really paints the picture of my life. Okay. Uh, plus, this morning, we also have country music news on Bailey Zimmerman. He's announced his world tour. Uh, CMA Fest set some records over the weekend in Nashville. We'll talk about that. All as you get your day started with Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly.
0: Brandon, Baxter in the
2: morning.
1: Today, you can celebrate forklifts because today is National Forklift Safety Day.
2: Do you know how to operate a forklift?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can barely drive my truck. Much less drive a forklift.
2: Oh, that'd be funny if we could have a forklift race.
1: Oh my gosh, how dangerous is that? When I say forklift safety, what do you automatically
2: think about? The office and Michael Scott. He always wanted to drive the forklift. <laughs> and he would just make a mess and they'd get mad. <laughs> Somebody else will clean it up, Michael.
1: Yeah. Not, what do you say? Somebody else will clean Somebody it up. Somebody
2: else is going to clean it up. That's us, Michael. <laughs> We're the other people that cleaned it up.
1: Yeah, so for those of you who watch The Office, I guess that's what we think about mm-hmm. on Forklift Safety Day. Uh, today is also National Call Your Doctor Day.
2: Well, <laughs> unfortunately for your doctor, that's every day.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, poor Dr. Spites. Yeah. You know, he's a regular, if you go to my frequent conversations, he is a frequent conversation.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I don't think he knew what he was getting into when he uh, signed up to, to you know, just be on the station.
1: Yeah, and the deal is, it's kind of weird with that, is last night right before bed when Kai was worried about his rabies, (laughs) Leslie said, we'll just take you to Shane. (laughs) Shane's Uh, my doctor. Shane's my doctor. Leave me alone. He's my doctor. Yeah. Uh, It's also National Sewing Machine Day today. And I think about Nana because Nana had this uh, sewing machine. And I think she was proud of her sewing machine.
2: Was it a Singer sewing machine?
1: It probably was. A Singer sewing machine. And she had this whole desk that went with it. So
2: did my mom. With
1: like foot pedals and all her yarns and pins and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, my mom sewed like playing an instrument. She was like foot pedaling and sewing at the same time. And I'm like, how are you multitasking like that? It was like she was playing the drums or something.
1: I wonder if people even have those in their homes
2: anymore. Um, I'm pretty sure my mom still has one. I don't think she just like gets it out and sews
1: because it was such a part of like probably you know americana for nana Mm -hmm. because like i'll fix it you have a hole in your jeans i'm gonna fix it i'll patch it yep and she would get out and she'd have all these different things and pin cushions where she'd stick the pins and she'd have all these different things of thread and yarn and she'd be able to say does it match does this match yeah then she'd say hold this here and and she'd go through and it was like a work of art but yeah. she didn't have this tucked away right. like nana had this on display in her in her dining room for a long time
2: almost like it was like a um a rite of passage but my rite of passage was going to hancock fabrics okay. and we would my mom would let me pick out a pattern for my easter dress Oof. and then i would get <laughs> to pick out my easter dress and the pattern comes in like this this paper thing. And you could see the picture of the girl Mm -hmm. with the dress. And my, I would be like, I want that one. And my mom would say, Oh, that one's a little difficult. I can try that one that has some pleats and stuff that might be kind of, but she would do it and end up being really good at it. And.
1: But see, I have this vision when I think about that. And I think about what those dresses must've felt like, because you're like a lot of clothes today are a little bit softer. I would imagine Mm -hmm. those dresses you had to wear when you were a kid, especially like Easter dresses were very itchy and uncomfortable.
2: Very, uh, yeah, kind of the rough cotton type scratchy stuff. But they always, I mean, I always looked cute. I mean, I guess for my sewed clothes.
1: <laughs> no, see, I think my, my my daughter, I think my wife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think her mother did a lot of her like, you know, sewing for Halloween costumes. Because, you know, yep. back then, if you couldn't afford to go out and buy one of the $50 costumes, mm-hmm. your parents would just make you one.
2: Right. That's exactly right.
1: So anyway, National Sewing Machine Day today. Maybe that brings back some memories for you.
0: Brandon, Baxter in the morning.
1: All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. A big high five goes out today to the new Miss Arkansas, Corey Keller. Yes. I'm proud of her. She's a friend of ours. And... Uh, she was great this weekend, and I guess all last week in Miss Arkansas. Uh, my favorite story on the stuff we've seen after Corey won was the fact that she went to visit her dad, Lynn, in the hospital. So I was watching the, the pageant, right? And it's time for the dads to walk out with the top 15. And I realized that Lynn Keller isn't there with Corey. And I thought that was weird because I know Lynn. And I'm like, no, nah, he would be there. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, and Corey talks about this on Miss Arkansas, he was he was admitted to the hospital right before mm. the competition. So there were complications that came about after his triple bypass surgery. So in the moment his daughter is on stage competing for Miss Arkansas and eventually winning Miss Arkansas, he's in ICU in the hospital. Yeah. So Corey talks about this, gets emotional on stage on... Um, on a pageant night. And then after that, what I didn't see until yesterday was she went to the hospital to visit her dad in her pageant gown, in her crown, in the Miss Arkansas deal. She walks in and Lynn says, well, hello, Miss Arkansas. And it was a really sweet moment. Uh, They say that the hospital staff was right there. The medical staff helped Lynn and allowed him to watch Corey as she was competing. Mm -hmm she's very grateful that they did that and she says reuniting with her dad is a moment she will cherish forever so i thought that was really sweet so here's to you to the new miss arkansas Corey keller and a shout out to lynn keller as well it's an arkansas morning show high five high five and today's high five is powered by right fiber from ritter communications It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Tuesday morning. It is June the 13th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you.
2: Good morning.
0: this is country music news on Arkansas Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly
1: we have country music news today on Bailey Zimmerman Makes
0: you think we're better off with this so Bailey
1: Zimmerman his right, debut right, album is out Mr. he's day. had three uh, big songs on country radio so far and if you remember when the album came out it set a record for the biggest streaming country album debut of all time right So Bailey's announced he's going on tour, and he's not going on tour in 2023 on his own. He's going out in 2024 with the headlining tour. He says in a social media post, we going on tour, y'all. Can I count on y'all to show up and scream your faces off? So the closest Arkansas dates, the closest dates to Arkansas are in February in St. Louis and then in April in Irving, Texas. You can find out more at BaileyZimmermanMusic.com. Uh, Bailey has a brand new single out at Country Radio. It's called Religiously. Now
0: I'm in this-
2: Again, find
1: out more about those tour dates at baileyzimmermanmusic.com.
2: We have country music news today on CMA Fest. So more than 90,000 people attended CMA Fest each day this year, which is a new record for CMA Fest. Close to 50,000 people went to the concerts each night. And it's not just us. The whole world loves this event. People came from all 50 states and 51 international countries. The event ended up raising $2.5 million for music education. Uh, You'll be able to see all the highlights of the CMA Fest. They're going to do a TV special. It's going to be hosted by Dirks, Bentley, L. King, and Lainey Wilson. It's going to air July 19th on ABC.
1: And we have country music news today on Alabama. So Alabama was at CMA Fest on Sunday. A big surprise to them as they were presented with the CMA Pinnacle Award. Now, this award basically celebrates an artist or a group who has undeniably redefined the pinnacle of success in country music, right? So, the Pinnacle Award. There's only been three people who have ever been given this. Okay. Garth Brooks is one, Taylor Swift, and Kenny Chesney are the others. So, it's a huge deal. This isn't an annual deal. This is something that's only given out uh, when they feel people are worthy. So, Dierks Bentley's up on stage and he presents the Pinnacle Award to Alabama. Dirk said, and I quote, they've had over 40 number one songs 75 million albums sold three entertainers of the year and the first band to ever play football stadiums they're the most successful band in country music congratulations Alabama the, closer you get, oh babe, the further I fall the Pinnacle award from the CMAs I'll be The from Alabama were hyper-emotional as they accepted the award.
0: Oh, play me some mountain music Like grandma and grandpa used to play Yeah, I'll on down the river To cage and hide
1: away The fourth recipient ever of the CMA Pinnacle Award, it's Alabama. It's Song of the South. Hey, sweet sweet potato pie. pie, and I shut
0: my mouth. Gone, gone with the wind.
1: That is your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly.
0: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
1: Hey, the podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Kelly, Father's Day weekend is coming up. And think about all these amazing treats. Let me tell you this. Mm -hmm. Dads love Crumble Cookies. And if you're thinking about what you can get dad for like a dessert for Father's Day on Sunday, think about Crumble Cookies.
2: Listen to the ones on the menu this week. Brownie batter, a thick and delicious treat Crafted with chocolate, brownie batter, and semi-sweet chips.
1: What about peanut butter cup featuring Reese's? This is the classic peanut butter cookie swirled with melty peanut butter and sprinkled with
2: chopped Reese's peanut butter cups on top. How about this one? The classic Krispies bar featuring Rice Krispies, a crackly Rice Krispies cookie slammed with marshmallow, butter, and vanilla.
1: They also have the double chocolate chip. This is a new one. This is a warm milk chocolate chip cookie that's dipped in semi-sweet chunks and sprinkled with sea salt.
2: How about the confetti milkshake, a confetti sugar cookie rolled in rainbow sprinkles, topped with cake flavored buttercream and a dollop of whipped cream.
1: They also have the classic pink sugar. This is an all time favorite. It's a vanilla sugar cookie that they top with that perfect pink swoop of real almond frosting.
2: And the milk chocolate chip, the classic you can't go wrong, thick, soft and packed with milk chocolate chip.
1: Y'all, you can check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. You can download the app. All you have to do is search Crumble Cookies in your app store or check them out online at CrumbleCookies.com.
0: She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show.
2: Did you know Guinness seems like it would pack a punch, but its ABV is only 4.2%, meaning that it has the same alcohol content as Bud Light, Coors Light, and Natty Light. It's less strong than Bush, Miller, High Life, and PBR. What? I knew that you would think that that was a crazy one.
1: I ain't wasting my cash on that. no Exactly. Mo. I ain't
2: gonna do that. Come okay. no on. Okay. Did I'm you not. know? Tennis balls were originally white, but they officially sweet, uh, switched to yellowish-green in 1972 so they'd show up better on TV. Wimbledon kept on using white until 1986. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. And did you know Pharrell was fired by McDonald's three times before co-writing their song, I'm Loving It, their jingle ten years later. He's the one that wrote that. He did? You know Pharrell from songs like this.
0: Because I'm happy, alone if you feel. Come on. Because I'm the happy club alone if you feel like happiness is the truth. Because I'm the happy club alone if you
2: know what happiness is to you. Because I'm the happy I if you feel like that's what you want. And if you didn't know, now you know.
1: Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, our friends. I saw this deal about boomers this morning, and I always get <laughs> I always get fascinated by these boomer stories. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are like us, and like you forget which generation's which, I believe I'm a millennial or Generation Z. Um,
2: Am I, I that? No. No? I don't think that's what we are.
1: Am I Gen X? I think that's what we are. Gen X? Mm-hmm. I kind of like being a millennial, I think. Maybe I want to be that.
2: Yeah. I don't think you just be something. I think it's really when you were born. It's a generation thing.
1: Oh, so I can't change? No, you don't just
2: pick. Well, I'd like to be that, though. I don't think this is like pronouns.
1: I like to be, you know, very aloof, and not really care about nothing. That's kind of what okay, I like to Okay,
2: well, that's, it must be opposite day.
1: <laughs> so boomers are, I guess, age range between 57 and 75. Okay. So maybe you have friends that are boomers. Maybe your parents are boomers, right? There's a steal out talking about things that boomers love to say. And I think <laughs> when, when when I was going through this, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I picked a few, and I want you to let me know if you've heard a boomer say this. Okay, Boomers love to call salads rabbit food. Yes, you eat that rabbit food,
2: especially men.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Because it's lettuce.
2: Because they grew up on meat and potatoes. I don't know.
1: Yeah, what <clears throat> was that? Meat and three or meat and two?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Was that called meat and a treat? I don't think it's called meat and a treat. No. Was it a meat and two or meat and three?
2: What? I don't know what you're talking like about. Like if you
1: went to like a Lubies or a Wyatt's, you got one oh. meat and you got either two or three. What was it? Two or three. Somebody will know that. It's a Did meat it and three. Two or three? I think it's a meat and three. Okay. A meat and three. All right. But it's meat and then like two vegetables and a piece of bread or something. Or maybe it's two vegetables and a dessert. So many choices. I used to love those things. Yeah. Speaking like we, of boomers. Well, I was taken there by some, oh gosh, my grandmother would be outside of the boomer <laughs> thing. What would she be? If I don't she's know. Prior to a boomer. Uh, so boomers love to watch football for hours and hours and hours and hours and not have to get up except to go pee. Oh, no. Gosh. Oh, no. And you you're
2: two out of two right here.
1: Oh, gosh. Boomers hate it when other people rely on GPS. <laughs> I just it's try. so
2: smart to rely on it, though, sometimes.
1: Yeah, but it uses data and i don't for before i had unlimited data i didn't want to use data so i could be lost in communities i've never been in before like there was one time i was on the back roads in texas and i didn't have any data and i had no gps and no map I was literally just driving. Oh, my goodness. And guys don't turn around. Like, we just keep going. Yeah, until there's lights. Yeah, or until you hit a highway or something like that. We just keep going. Oh,
2: my god! There was
1: one time we were going to Virginia, and my father-in-law was driving. My mother-in-law was in the very, very back, like the, the third row. And we were lost in the mountains, like somewhere between wherever we were in Virginia. And he just kept driving. And the more he drove, the funnier it got that we had no idea. <laughs> where we were going it was funny to all of us except for paula
2: yeah yeah who did not find it funny i can see that
1: and then she kind of got a little bit emotional because she was at the very back and she was kind of crying about a little bit and then we thought that was even funnier oh
2: heaven forbid she's getting car sick and y'all start laughing (laughs) oh my goodness
1: these guys just keep on driving you know that though Mm -hmm. because we're gonna figure it out uh they say that uh baby boomers hate it when people sit on tables Or counters. They they make chairs for sitting. See? Uh, Boomers love to point out the fact that you have holes in your jeans.
2: Yeah, did you buy them that way? I wouldn't have paid. Spend your money on that? I wouldn't have
1: paid money. (laughs) Uh, Brandon, you've said that. Huh? Boomers love to say, if I sit down, I might not be able to get back up. Boomers hate to pay their bills online. Boomers say when they're going to sign something, they're going to do their signature. They're going to leave their John Hancock
2: that, why does that sound like something you would say? No, I wouldn't say that.
1: I would not say that. Save this. It might
2: be worth something one day. Oh,
1: that's a good one. Uh, boomers, uh, like to lick their fingers before they turn the pages. <laughs> you know how they do that? They turn the page of a book <laughs> or sometimes I do that. If I'm in the store trying to get those vegetable things open, those little oh. vegetable baggies and you can't get them open and I'm fighting with it and I stand so you, there for a minute. So you
2: lick them. So then I lick it. Okay. <laughs> that's what I do. Mm-hmm.
1: And boomers love to knock on the doors of bathrooms that are locked. Like, you know it's locked. Why are you knocking?
2: What are you wanting me to say? I'm not finished yet? Right. So what what do do you do? do?
1: What do you do in that situation? I'm in here. Right. You know somebody's in there because the door's locked.
2: They want you to know it's time to hurry up and get out. Get on off of it. Brandon, are you... A boomer stuck inside of a different body?
1: (laughs) A millennial's body? Yes! (laughs) Look at this millennial body. No, Okay,
2: I don't... Did you you just take that as a compliment? I sure did. What is happening? Oh, yeah!
1: Brandon Baxter in the morning. I don't know why it kind of hit me, but the news that Pat Sajak's about to walk away from Wheel of Fortune. That's a little emotional. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's literally been on TV most of our lives. And when you really think about, like, you know, for our age, um, you know, like, for the time we really started paying attention to TV, he's been the guy. Especially, he's been the, ga- yeah, the game show host.
2: Especially at my grandmother's house. That's all she watched whenever yeah. that show came on. And um, she grew up with Pat Sajak.
1: Yeah, so Pat Sajak is 76 years old. He's been doing Wheel of Fortune for almost, like, 41 years. He started back in 1983, he says, the 41st season, which starts in September, is going to be his last one. Then he's going to stick around as a consultant. The deal is, I didn't realize Pat Sajak was 76.
2: I guess I didn't either.
1: But I had no idea what I thought his age was going to be. But like you said, your grandmother, like I remembered, uh, you know, Nana Doris, hey Nana, what are you doing? I'm watching Pat and Vanna. Uh-huh. Like if you call, what time is that, 6.30 or 630. 5.30? 6.30, yeah. 6.30, so 630. Yeah. Uh, and then I was talking to my other Nana, not too long ago, Nana Peggy. And I'm like, what are you doing, Nana? And it just so happened to be right around that same time. And she said she was watching Wheel of Fortune.
2: Yeah, it was either that, we always had that on, or Entertainment Tonight.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that's just kind of a big deal for him to walk away. So, he's going to he's gonna go away. We don't know what's going to happen with Vanna White. I would assume that she'd probably leave, too. Like, why, why start over? That would be weird. Unless it's
2: his daughter that kind of takes over.
1: Yeah. So I think Maggie will be the host and they'll probably have some cute guy doing the letters watch.
2: Oh, because you got to flip it up. It. You
1: got to flip it. Hmm. And if Maggie's going to be the host, Maggie Sajak, then more than likely you want the guy doing the Or
2: maybe you don't need a letter flipper. Yeah.
1: Maybe they'll reimagine the whole thing the yeah. way they do that. Because the whole deal is it's Pat and Vanna.
2: That's still sad, though.
1: It is weird, though, with that, you know, the, the passing of the time, mm-hmm. the passing of the torch, what that show is going to look yeah. like going forward. But it was the same thing when Bob Barker walked away from The Price is Right.
2: True. And then the Jeopardy, um, what was his name?
1: Alex Trebek. Yeah. When he left, mm-hmm. <clears throat> he passed away. Right. I mean, it was, it's weird. I always like the weird thing about watching The Price is Right, it took me years to mm-hmm. get past the fact that Bob Barker wasn't there. Yeah. Because I, know. I was like, I, I tried to compare everything Drew Carey did to how Bob Barker would have done it. And it was just different. It was just different. Because, Especially
2: because you and I, I guess, grew up watching that on Saturday mornings. Uh,
1: Price is Right?
2: Or no, was it, no, uh, it was during weed the weekdays? Yeah, yeah. Probably
1: during the summer. Summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, Pat Sajak's walking away from Wheel of Fortune again at the, uh, the end of the year, pretty much. They're going to start the 41st season. He's going to walk away. Uh, there's also news out on Jennifer Lawrence. And I'll be honest, um, I've, I mean, I've seen her face before, but I don't really know who she is that well. But there's a movie trailer out right now that makes me want to go see a movie that she's in because it looks really funny.
2: Oh, yeah, it's like a new comedy, I think, right?
1: Yeah, and it, it's supposed to be kind of like, it's. It, to me, the parts I've seen look yeah. really silly, and there's a part where she's trying to flirt with the dude, and she's like, oh, you know, basically, like, hit me in the bottom, and as opposed to, like, smacking her bottom, he kicks her in the butt, and she flies face forward.
2: <laughs> she is pretty funny in a very sarcastic way. And, oh. You know, in real life, if you watch her in interviews, she's, she's funny, and she kind of uh, doesn't really watch what she says sometimes, so... uh I don't know. I think it'll be good. What's she known for? Uh, Hunger Games. She was Katniss Everdeen. Oh, she's the... Like, okay. Yeah. So
1: uh, She was talking to this deal. She was doing an interview about the movie, and she was talking about how one time uh, in school, she pantsed a person at a football <laughs> game. The person she pantsed, it was a classmate named Tyler, and she <laughs> says she accidentally grabbed his underwear at the same time, and boom, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. And it was very traumatic for Tyler, who was standing there with nothing on in front of classmates. And she says every once in a while, she'll still go and Google him to make sure he's okay. Because she's afraid that there'll be like lasting damage mentally because he was pantsed in front of everybody.
2: Would you be the kid that was like, oh my gosh, I have been pantsed by Jennifer Lawrence, Katniss Everdeen, or would you be the guy that wouldn't want to talk about it?
1: Oh, now I'd, I'd want to tell everybody. I was pantsed
2: by Jennifer Lawrence. By
1: Jennifer Lawrence. She pulled my pants
2: off. Yeah. So maybe, of course, she'd want to say that. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. So maybe, just maybe Tyler's listening out there somewhere and I don't know. What's up, Tyler? Gosh, were you ever pantsed when you were in school? Oh, I'm sure it happened because I was bullied all the time. Well, it wasn't necessarily bullying. Your That's best friend, bullying.
1: Brandon. No. Brandon if Brandon I came Baxter. over there and ripped
2: your pants off right now, that wouldn't be bullying. Brandon. <laughs> Did you ever do it? Look at me in the face. Did you ever pant someone? Look at me. I'm not looking at you. I have astigmatism. So, you're an idiot. Okay, so obviously you have. So you're an idiot. Uh, we used to, like, in basketball practice, we pants each other all the time. We did it all the time. The co- <laughs> our coach would, like, go in the back hallway to get, like, another ball or something, and we'd be sitting there Boom. waiting, and we'd be like, hey, yeah. And then everybody would start laughing, and then we'd pull him up right before he came back in. We did it all the time. We weren't bullying each other. You were was, bullying each it other. It was funny. I hated it. Now,
1: in- I didn't want to be standing there with nothing or even in my
2: underwear. Well, That's your own problem. Well, I don't want to be – well, no. Maybe you should wash your underwear before you get pants.
1: I'm just going to tell you, there was an like I turned probably in, into my teenage years when I knew this was a deal. I, I got those ropes that were Dumb. in my pants, and I would tie those suckers as tight as they would go because there ain't no way I double knot those suckers. You were the kid that wore
2: suspenders, just
1: because I wasn't going to let anybody pants me. Uh-uh, it ain't going to happen. I ain't going to be standing there in my drawers.
2: I wasn't. Did you, did you call them your drawers? Yeah, and I tied. I did had you? those things
1: as tight as they could possibly get.
2: You had your jams really, really tied tight. Huh? I was scared
1: to wear those probably in my twenties because my wrestling buddies would have done it. Me walking into a store, blah blah blah, and all of a sudden my pants are down.
2: Is it true that you even tie your string when you're at home?
1: Yeah, because literally, Kai would probably do it to me at this point.
2: And you would call it bullying. He's when a you, bully. Uh-huh. He
1: is a thirteen year old bully. Not
2: everything is bullying. <laughs>
0: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
1: Uh, Anyway, let's move on and say this. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people?
2: Let's do it.
1: Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Ah, Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. for it. Well, 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 time for birthdays for today. It's Tuesday, June the 13th of 2023. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Lauren Richards Driver of Marion, who celebrates today. Katie Lancaster of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday. Sarah Smith of Ravenden Springs is celebrating. We have Dareth Cheatham in Walnut Ridge. Courtney Davis. Of Paragould celebrates today. Stacey Reeves in Stuttgart. Nancy Yates, happy birthday. Dr. Kelly Fergus of Jonesboro is celebrating a birthday. Uh, we have Katie Solis from Wynn who is celebrating. Sloan Wallace of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday. A former Rock and Apple Award winning yeah, teacher. Happy birthday. Stephanie Richardson is celebrating a birthday today in Jonesboro. Jacob Bettis celebrates. And Katie Suter Of Jonesboro celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday! birthday To
2: all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Aaron Taylor Johnson is 33. He played Quicksilver in Avengers Age of Ultron. Happy birthday to Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Brandon, they're 37 years old today. Oh my gosh. Hey, dude. Where's my car? You got it, dude. Oh, yeah. That's Remember it. how they used to say that on Full yeah, cool House? It wasn't. Dude. How rude. That's
1: the big No, no wait. That, that was, was Stephanie. Stephanie. I think that was Stephanie Tanner. What did they used to say?
2: Hey, mama,
1: baby. Mama, baby.
2: <clears throat> so happy birthday to the Olsen twins. Everywhere you look, everywhere a hard, a wah, wah, I'm a baby.
1: Mary-Kate Nashley Olsen, 37 years old today.
2: Happy birthday to Kat Dennings. She's 37. You know her from Two Broke Girls and the Thor movies. Chris Evans, Captain America in the MCU is 42 today. Steve-O from Jackass is 49 today. Tim Allen, the star of Last Man Standing, Home Improvement. (laughs) The voice of Buzz Lightyear and Santa and the Santa Claus movies is 70 years old today.
1: That dude's made some money over the years. He it. has. Good grief.
2: And happy birthday to Rivers Cuomo, who is 53, the lead singer of Weezer. Beverly Hills,
0: that's where I want to be,
2: living
0: in Beverly Hills. We doo I know just that honey
1: Rivers Cuomo is celebrating a birthday today. A to away
0: from
1: you. The Weezer version. No this was a Toto classic. To Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Rivers Cuomo of Weezer. Who turns 53 today? Happy birthday, Rivers. Hope you have a good one.
0: Today in Pop Culture on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All
1: right, today is June the 13th, and today in Pop Culture in 1987, Randy Travis hit number one with this.
2: Sit and talk about the weather as long as women sit
1: and Today at Pop Culture in 1988, Paula Abdul she released her debut album. That album was called Forever Your Girl. See if you remember some of these songs from the debut. This is
0: 1988
1: for Paula Abdul. the one with Sylvester the cat I don't know if his name is Sylvester wasn't it Sylvester the cat I don't know if they gave his name I think it was Sylvester Today in pop culture in 1995, Alanis Morissette released her third album. This was the cultural phenomenon of 1995. The album Jagged Little Pill. Women loved it. Guys were scared of them. It featured this. It's 95. The album didn't just have that as a hit, it also featured this one. And it also featured this one.
2: Dave, coolie! What'd you do?
1: Today is June the 13th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you have kids, I want you to think about your kids. And if not, maybe you can think about this in general. Like, you know, you've heard the saying that children are the product of their environment, their surroundings. Yeah. Or children are the product of their raising. You know, like how we raise them. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess it's probably a combination of both. But every once in a while, I look at Kai, who is now 13, 13 and a half. He turns 14 in September. And I'm like, man, you know, like he has a lot of the great qualities of me and my wife. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if we were to concoct a child and predict it and bake it up, most of it is kind of like what we would have wanted. Right. But every once in a while, he turns into young B and has a little bit of the anxiety. Yep. Right. So I've told you that we have this cat. It's like a neighborhood cat and it started coming around the house and as all smart people do we started feeding the cat.
2: Yeah, you wanted it to be healthy <clears throat> and stay around forever.
1: Yeah, so that's what we did is we have invested in food for the cat and the cat now waits for us to come outside or open the garage to get fed and he comes around when he's hungry and every once in a while he's a really sweet cat like you can get down there and pet him and love on him, you know, and even rub his belly and most cats most cats aren't like dogs. They don't typically roll over and do the belly rub. Yeah. Them. But sometimes when he's super happy and super full and it's warm outside and he's feeling good, he'll roll over and he'll be fully exposed. And you start rubbing on him and stuff like that. That's why I don't want a cat. Why? Because they are crazy?
2: <laughs> well, you never know. With a dog, yeah. you always know.
1: Well, most of the time. Yeah, cats are known as being a little more unpredictable. Yeah. So the other day, uh, this is a deal where Kai's out there and he's loving on the cat. And the cat's loving it, right? And the cat's just laying there. And you you think the cat's kind of going, oh. And then all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere, boom, the cat comes up and scratches Kai on the foot and tries to bite his foot. And Kai's going, what the heck? Mm -hmm. As we know, cats do. right? And it should have been the end of it. Because Kai didn't really get bit. He didn't really get them. And he just kind of scratched his foot. But it's almost like if you were walking barefoot and a branch caught you and it's just like that, right? Right, yeah. It's nothing. But Kai has a tendency to be like his dad where his mind starts to kind of, you know, take over and he starts to overthink things a little bit. And Kai is now convinced that he has rabies. Okay.
2: If this is not a product of his environment... Yeah, I don't know what
1: it is. <clears throat> it's the environment and the raisin, right? Because as a kid, I was always afraid of, of, number one, having to get another tetanus
2: shot. Worst case scenario stuff.
1: Like if I accidentally started bleeding, I was worried that there was like I was going to get tetanus mm-hmm. and I'd have to either get a shot, which I was scared to death of shots, mm-hmm. or I would get lockjaw. Do you remember that? Huh? Somehow I was convinced that if you got whatever t- whatever the tetanus shot is, if I got tetanus, I would end up with locked jaw. Your jaw would become locked. It would just lock. Huh? Like, would you need a key to open it? You know, now that I say this, I'm not even sure that was a deal. Because you don't seem to have heard of this. Do
2: you remember who told you that?
1: Probably Joe, now that I reflect on it.
2: Your imaginary friend.
1: But do you think, uh, we're going to have to look that up. So I was worried about that. And I was always afraid if I saw a random dog or a cat, if I were to be bit, I would get rabies. And I'll tell you what started it for me. Freaking Arnold Jackson.
2: From different strokes?
1: Yeah, little Arnold ended up getting bit one time by something. I can't remember what the animal was. Maybe it was a dog. And they were scared that that Arnold was going to get rabies like Cujo had. And Arnold was going to have to go into the doctor and get shots in his stomach. Like rounds and rounds of shots in his stomach. Because that's what they
2: taught us when when you and I were growing up. If you do get bit and you contract rabies, you have to have like 20 shots in the stomach with this monstrous needle. Yeah. It's like a foot long and you have to sit there and deal with it.
1: Was that real? Is that really what they used to do back in the day?
2: I'm not sure. Maybe.
1: Because I was convinced of it, so I was scared to death of all animals. And now Kai has over-processed this in his brain. And I've never even said this to him. I've never talked about Arnold Jackson, different strokes. But the problem with today's environment, today's people, is the fact that uh, you, know, you can start researching stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my wife, let's say the FDA, because we've learned that the FDA doesn't even regulate vitamins. Like we don't even really know what's in vitamins. So what makes us think that we can just enter one search and get accurate information online? And you know what I'm saying? I know. Like, how silly is that?
2: Mm-hmm. Kai is convinced he has rabies. So you're going to take him to the doctor and let him get the 20 shots in the stomach?
1: You know what? I guess that's one thing I could offer him. Because, hey, we'll take you in and let Shane give you 20 shots. Because
2: guess what? Maybe that's why they said it to us.
1: Oh, to stay away from dogs?
2: No, just because they didn't want to take you, like, quit whining about it. It's not a big deal. Oh, it's a big deal? Let's go get 20 shots then. Mm. And then automatically the kid's like, oh, it's fine.
1: I'm feeling better now. Right. Well, I tried to tell Kai it's not that big of a deal. It's just a scratch. You didn't even really puncture your skin, but... He does what his dad does, and the the mind starts to wander. Did he talk to his doctor? Uh, He's probably... The last thing I heard from Kai last night was he was going to reach out or wanted me to reach out to Dr. Spence.
2: Is he foaming at the mouth yet? Well, he did do that
1: a little bit, but I thought he was just overheating from running outside in the heat. I'm just telling you, back when I was a kid, 20 shots sounded like one of the scariest things ever. (laughs) These days, I'm going anywhere for 20 free shots. (sighs) Just invite me. All right, y'all Brandon Baxter in the morning. I was going through trying to figure out which episode of different strokes. It was where Arnold Jackson ended up having to go in and, and uh, possibly get those rabies shots. Yeah. So essentially what, what I remember now as I go back and reflect on it is it was uh, the one about the dog, the dog story an episode from 1979. (laughs) Arnold saves a dog from being hit by a car, Mm -hmm. but when the dog bites him, Mr. Drummond thinks the dog might have rabies.
2: Of course, it was the dad that brought it up.
1: So the Drummond household members frantically search for the ungrateful canine while Arnold faces a series of rabies shots or death.
2: (laughs) That's a little much. I'm a freaking kid. Right. And I'm
1: over here going, oh my gosh, what if I get rabies and I die? Yep. And then I would probably as a kid, if I had to choose between shots or death, I would have probably chosen death. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we always say that we want to tell you the truth about our lives, right? And sometimes the truth is awesome and pretty, and sometimes the truth is ugly, and we share that with you.
2: Oh, um, I see what you're doing here. What you're, you're setting something up? Go ahead. No. I told you I didn't want to talk about it, but now you want me to. Now you want me to share something I didn't want to talk about.
1: What do you have that's uh, that's not pretty that I might want to discuss that you did not reveal until after the show was over yesterday?
2: That I had a wardrobe malfunction at CMA Fest.
1: So if you guys remember, it was a number of years ago, Janet Jackson was on the stage with <laughs> Justin Timberlake. And we coined the term <laughs> wardrobe malfunction because the malfunction was really, oh gosh, Justin Timberlake ripped her top.
2: Yeah, I don't know if this one caused as many ripple effects
1: oh you don't think so no you don't think the 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 number of people that responded to this and reacted to this and the FCC complaints came in (laughs) the photos that really created the internet and and google images and stuff
2: yes I mean if you if you search my wardrobe malfunction there's so many inappropriate pictures oh
1: golly how about that yeah no but
2: it it really was pretty it's so
1: me Now, this is you. And if you think that maybe she she. Oh, how can I say this and make it? I I want people to understand it's not the Janet Jackson deal. It's not like you had some bling on or something like that. No, those were covered. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. No bling, and they were. That was not what was exposed.
2: No, Uh, so
1: which makes it even worse.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I uh, we were at Nissan Stadium Friday night at CMA Fest, uh, going getting getting ready to to go to our seat. So I was kind of you know in line getting all the food. I was going to go to the bathroom, get everything taken care of
1: what I'm sorry I have a thing in my throat
2: so like there's over 50,000 people there most of them women so as you go to the bathroom it's crowded immediately it's crowded all times it doesn't matter what time you go it doesn't matter if you're going during while someone's singing it's always crowded
1: yeah because girls get in there and just talk and hang out and like play games and stuff like that
2: Yeah, we play games tic tac toe in the stalls. Sometimes we leave our number in the stalls. Yeah. With permanent markers. As a matter of
1: fact, I've seen your number in a lot of stalls. I'm
2: sure you have. (laughs) Such an idiot. And you're such, you, a, you set yourself you're such up. a boomer. You set That's yourself a boomer up. thing to say. You set yourself up. Okay. So anyway, so I'm in the stall and it's so hot in there and it's just, it's just hot. Ugh. And so I'm, I'm, as I'm pulling my, I have these little, like, uh, I guess they're satin little parachute pants on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you want to see what they look like, I posted pictures oh. of what I was wearing oh. uh, before the wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. Um on my Facebook and Instagram. But anyway, so I, I'm pulling those pants up and they have a zipper and like this little thing. So as I get them on, I go to zip them and zip. I I can't get the zipper up at all. Like it won't even budge. It won't even you know how those little the little teeth in the zipper? Yeah. I can't even get it to act like it's gonna tear. Okay. So it's not even on track. No. And I'm like, oh gosh. And so I told y'all it's hot in there. Mm-hmm. So like I start to sweat a little bit. I'm like I can't go out there like this because if I would had, which I ended up having to, it showed this part. I'm going to let you describe it. It showed this to this. Oh, my gosh. So I don't, what's the Skin? skin? No, well, it's the side of my hip, but it also showed the side of my underwear.
1: Yeah, and like typically, see, if you were at the lake, that's not a big deal. Well, it looks like, like a
2: bathing suit. but That's,
1: that's what I was going to say. So it's really not that big of a deal. But the idea that it's not supposed to be seen is what makes it a big deal.
2: Although, actually, if I think about it, I would have fit in because most girls hardly had on anything there. Yeah. Basically See, had going. on like, yeah. you know, bikini tops and short shorts and that's it. So actually, I probably would have just, you know. You should have taken your pants off. You think? You I think. think?
1: If I were you, I'd just take my
2: pants no, off. No, but here's the thing. So I, I'm like, I'm going to have to request help, right? Help? Because... My pants are down, Brandon. I can't walk out to the fifty thousand people and have my hands raised with Lainey Wilson if my underwear is showing and my pants are down. So I come out and I see this lady, and she's like, has the cutest outfit on, and she looks a little bit older than me, like she'd be like this older sister, and she looked kind. Yeah. So uh, this is exactly what I said. You would have died. I would. I'm already dying. Man, I was like, hey. I went, you look nice. Will you please help me? I'm having a wardrobe malfunction. And she goes, Oh my gosh, let me help. And I was like, Oh, I picked a good one. Oh. So she's like, Oh, we're gonna get it. And this woman starts jerking on my on my zipper, like she is it's her it's life and death.
1: The incredible Hulk. Shows and she's out. like,
2: ladies, this girl needs our help.
1: Oh my god. So
2: imagine me with like seven women around me. They're all trying to pull my zipper. Oh. Guess what?
1: None of them could do it. Nobody was strong enough. Nope.
2: So guess what I had to do?
1: Take your pants off.
2: No, I just had to leave them on with a huge gap. Uh, Luckily, I'm a fast laner in the Laney Wilson fan group, and I had my Laney Wilson. um, I was going to it was like a do rag. So luckily, I took that and I stuffed it in my pants (laughs) so it would hang out and kind of cover. Yeah. Uh. Maybe I could. I don't know. No, I don't, think I, sell could post that a, I don't think I could post a picture.
1: What, of you with your pants off? I did off? post
2: a picture, and I sent it to your wife. Huh? I sent her a picture.
1: Of your pants off? Yes. Oh, my gosh.
2: Brandon, quit saying it like that. <laughs> I'm just clarifying. I want people to understand what happened. So, listen, when y'all search wardrobe malfunction, and it's not Janet Jackson in it, and I come up, I am so sorry. Yes,
1: yeah, so you can go ahead. and I'll, Let me give you the number to the FCC for these... <laughs> Complaints. Listen, right they now. won't let me be. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, earlier this morning, we were talking about boomerisms. Mm-hmm. These are things that boomers love to say. And in some situations, they can't even help themselves. Yeah. So, boomers are those between the ages of 57 and 75,
2: with some exceptions like Brandon.
1: Sometimes I feel like I fit into the boomer generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, boomers like to call salads rabbit food. Mm, That looks like rabbit food. Yep. So, And I guess because lettuce is what used to feed rabbits, Mm -hmm. and they don't eat lettuce. (laughs) They also like to point out the holes in your jeans. Did a Wolverine get a hold of your jeans? Did you buy them like that? I wouldn't have paid them. You wasted some money. Yeah. So we were asking you what are some of your favorite uh, boomerisms that you've heard people say. Maybe it's your parents. Maybe it's your grandparents. Uh, Jennifer Dollar says, my dad used to call us lot lizards. Because we hung around in the parking lots of local businesses when I was in high school. <laughs> I, I don't know. When I hear lot lizard, I have been taught that's something else.
2: Me as well.
1: You've heard that too? Yes. Like the, <laughs> the truck stop groupies? Yes. We'd like to talk to any of you truck stop groupies this morning. Yes. Like, what, why?
2: <laughs> Just to see if it's uh, real?
1: Like, is that a deal? I think so. Do you know anybody who was a lot lizard? No. So Jennifer's lot lizard is not the lot lizard that we have heard about. Different lot. How about Eddie Fite who says that uh, boomers like to call bars juke joints? Juke joints. And I had to look this up because I'm like, what is a juke joint? I thought that was something that was probably now legal in Arkansas, (laughs) but it's
2: not. Huh.
1: This is a place where you could go to listen to music and drink and dance. Yeah. So I would, I've would i never said that before. Uh, Kenan says, my grandma says, quote, I need to go to town and do some trading. Huh. Trading money in exchange for goods.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Kenan says his grandmother's about to be 94. Oh. So how sweet is that? And Marcus Carlton has a really good one, and I've heard this one a million times. This is a, a boomer saying where they say, well, it's time to watch my stories. Oh.
2: And the stories are
1: the soap operas.
2: Okay. You know,
1: because forever, that was such a big cultural deal. Mm -hmm. You would go home and like, especially for those of you who didn't work, you were going home on lunch or you recorded them on your VHS recorder. You would go home and you'd want to watch your stories, your soap operas. Yeah.
2: Let's see. Tyler Dunnigan says, in my day, we had to walk to school through Uh, seven feet of snow uphill both ways barefoot.
1: Yeah, totally.
2: David Moon says, pull your pants up. You know, just like, just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. That. Let's see, uh, Danita Martin says, back in my day. So uh, I think we've all heard that one. Yeah, and sometimes I feel guilty for saying that. I think I've said it, too. Yeah, you know, well, back in the
1: day, we used to do this. But I try to say it in this upbeat way so it doesn't sound like I'm old. Right. Because if there's a pep in your step, it's a little bit different.
2: Teach me the upbeat way to say that.
1: Well, you know back in the day you know back in the old back in the old days blah 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 that's how the I do. old days yeah well maybe don't say old days because that might make you sound old and now do why I need I'm, to move
2: my hands why like am I doing like this? you're doing
1: I don't know why I'm doing this with my hands I think okay. because I'm nervous so now I'm moving my hands okay. I'm overly no animated reason to with be my nervous hands. I'm not that nervous we're just
2: talking about boomerisms
1: yeah so if you have a favorite boomerism we want you to share those on either of our Facebook pages on Facebook you can find me at Brandon Baxter in the morning
2: and you can follow me on Facebook just search
1: Kelly Brook Perry
2: Brandon, Baxter in the morning.
1: It's kind of funny if you scroll through your social media and you follow me, you're probably gonna see this random photo of Arnold Jackson from (laughs) Different Strokes.
2: And why are we seeing this (laughs) random
1: photo of Arnold? Well, because Arnold was one of the guys who when I was a kid, he had me concerned about rabies. (laughs) because Arnold was bitten by a stray dog. He was trying to help a dog across the street. Little Arnold Jackson, who was, you know, he was a kid at the time. He's trying to help this dog across, and the dog bit him. Mm -hmm. And then Mr. Drummond, Philip, he was worried that little Arnold might have uh, maybe uh, got rabies from this dog who nobody knew whose dog it was. So Arnold then has to go out and try to find the dog so they can test the dog for rabies, because otherwise Arnold's going to have to get either 20 shots in his stomach, or he could die. Ooh, so dramatic. I was so terrified of
2: rabies. And you still are today because of that episode.
1: I was terrified of acid rain at the time because Kimberly's hair turned green. Do you remember that one? I do. Her hair turned green because of the rain. Or what about that guy at the bicycle shop, the two-parter, where Arnold was hanging out with that guy at the bicycle shop who didn't have good intentions?
2: You're... I don't know what to say. It was one of my favorite
1: shows. Man, it takes different strokes, you know, to move the world.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
1: So if you check out today's podcast, you'll hear all about Kelly's wardrobe malfunction. Yes. This was something she tried to keep secret, but she exposed herself in Nashville.
2: And now it's worldwide.
1: So Mrs. Worldwide over there, (laughs) all hanging out. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll share that story on the podcast. Plus, my son believes he might have rabies.
2: And I wonder why he might think that.
1: Pat Sajak is walking away from Wheel of Fortune, why it's never a good idea to pants a friend in school, even though Kelly says she was all into this when she was young.
2: Brandon. Mm
1: Mm-mm. You did?
2: That's not what I said.
1: You said y'all did it all the time.
2: Brandon. Just
1: ripping people's pants uh, off.
2: You said that. five sentences in a row that were completely false.
1: No, you said in basketball, when your coach would leave, y'all would pull each other's pants off.
2: We would pants each other. That's not pulling your pants off.
1: Yes, it is. I didn't say Down that.
2: Down and off is different. <laughs> There's not that much different. Anyway, guys, this is what's on tonight.
1: Oh, gosh. If you want to check out the podcast, it's Arkansas Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you
2: get podcasts. And Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? So we have Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals. America's Got Talent beat Shazam. Don't forget the lyrics. And on Netflix, Brandon, I know you're going to go immediately to watch this. It's the stand-up special, Amy Schumer Emergency Contact.
1: Oh, some humor, Schumer.
2: Some Schumer humor. No, some Schumer humor. (laughs) Something like that.
1: All right. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas Morning Show.